Hello and welcome to a new year and a new episode of our podcast, The Manam Pod. I'm your host, Becca Schoenborn, joined by my other host, Dustin Dubuque. So I'm not co-hosting anymore. Yeah, I guess, other host. I guess now it's 2023. I'm the host. All right, You're here. I'll take it. That's fine. It's, it's no kidding. big deal, Becca. We're still co-hosts. Um, so did you have a good holiday? Yes. Very low-key holidays this year, which I appreciate. Yeah, so was I mine. got to stay home for Christmas for the first time. That I can never remember. I get to just be in my own house. That's awesome. And not go anywhere. That sounds like the ultimate Christmas gift. Yes. That I want to. I, I, there's, there's a podcast I listen to, and there's one of the people on there is from Impractical Jokers, and he spends every Christmas I love that by show. I know. And he's, it's cute from there. Oh, and uh, he spends every Christmas by himself. That's like his Christmas tradition. He doesn't go to family. He doesn't do anything. I'm like, oh. Yeah, we're like, what are what? we going to do? We get to just like sleep in and sit at home all day? Yeah, we don't have to travel? Yeah, that sounds great. What a what a luxury. See, I have like the four Christmases to go to, so I have the my family, the other side's family. My mom likes to do a thing where she just has us over so she can spoil the kids or not around everybody else. <laughs> so everybody doesn't know how much <laughs> money like my grandma. mom's actually spent on the children. And then uh and then we do our own and then who knows what else pops up in there. It's just gonna be it's always every single time. So for like yeah. two weeks straight that's all we do and did was Christmas. We decided to um, go see Trans-Siberian Orchestra again this year, which was the day before Christmas Eve. So, oh no, we can't travel because we have to go to the cities. That's so cool. I thought about going to that. I almost (laughs) did. Amazing. Yeah. I I can only imagine. Now. I'd love to see Trans-Siberian Incredible. That'd be so cool. Yeah. That'd be sweet. It is a unique experience that is very hard to explain. Yeah, I bet. It's like sensory overload in the best way. Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's that's super the cool. best way. I love sensory overload. You should go overload. next year. I want to go. Because, yeah, they come, it kind of comes around every year, right? Uh, Yeah. Yep. Usually they're in the cities every year. Awesome. Well, good for I would you. imagine it's similar to a metal show in that it's just, like, aggressive just sensory noise. overload. Yep. But, yeah, we, but a little more magical. A little, <laughs> yeah. A little more magical, I would say. Other than that. Christmas yeah. metal, basically. Well, it was, like, a couple of months ago, Ramstein was in uh, oh, the yeah. Twin Cities. And I went to that. And that's their German progressive metal band and they haven't been in the united states for a decade and they put on just like this monstrous show and like the pyrotechnics and the fire are outrageous when we went to see oh my gosh yeah when we went to see trans-siberian orchestra the first time we had like nosebleed seats but it doesn't really matter for that show but we were sitting in front of this like big pyramid that opened up and was a giant flame and you could we were sitting close enough to you that you could feel it and i was like is this safe i know (laughs) I know. The Ramstein stuff, I remember feeling, and I was like, and it would just go off all the time, and I'm like, my body temperature is literally going up every single right. time this happens. I'm like, we're indoors. <laughs> is this okay? But it's a good time, anyway. So, well, well happy new year. Happy new year. I met my birthday was just out recently, because I'm a New Year's baby, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Super. birthday. Thanks. That was very That's all I have to say about that. by my co-host. She doesn't actually care about my birthday. Yes, I do. <laughs> Rude. But as we're here with our guest, this spectacular. <laughs> she, <laughs> she gave me a look. She gave me a look. The spectacular Sifi of Javani. How are you? Hello. Hello. How's Hello. It, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah. We're in tax season. So Yay. that's super exciting. Should we talk about Christmas first before taxes sure. come up? Did you, do you have good holidays every year? Um, decent holidays. We try to minimize our outings as much as possible. Sure. But I have almost all adult children, so we're giving things like 
pans Ooh, and fun. practical items, Ooh. which they really appreciate. My actually. favorite gifts. One of my favorite birthday gifts was a vacuum. <laughs> and my mom's like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, mom, I really need a vacuum, a nice vacuum. She's like, that's the best thing. Right. The best. I really need like, it, and I don't want to pay for it. Exactly. Yes. I love yeah. practical gifts. I love that. I needed a new jacket. My grandma was like, what do you want? I'm like, how about I just send it to your house, and yes. then you'll just wrap it, and then I know <laughs> that I'm going to get this jacket I want. It's and so she's nice. like, that sounds like a great plan. I'll pay you back. I'm like, this is this is what we need. I more love of. you, Grandma. I know. It's like, this is thank you. Thank you for this exact moment. Well, that's good. Yes. Yeah, because they're all probably out of the house now? Or um, not quite. Not 17, quite. 18, 20. Okay. So um, one is out of the house. Okay. Two are still at home. Sure. So pans yeah. and stuff is a really good gift. Pans and stuff. Yeah. Shoes, things like that. What mm-hmm. are you going to do when they're all out of the house? pretty excited <laughs> sit in the silence yeah <laughs> i love them so much but it's time to go <laughs> you've done your time i, I can yeah. only imagine what that feeling has to be like like that very first yeah. day i've always thought that of parents that have older kids like and they have multiples like three or four yeah and like that last kid leaves it's the last one ever and be sure they'll come back but like finally out like the first day home you have to go what is happening right why is there no no commotion? There's nobody in and out. There's right. nobody eating my food. <laughs> it's just there it is. <laughs> I'll have to learn to cook differently. That's true. Yeah, smaller smaller portions <laughs> for Jeff and I. So yeah, so you mentioned you of we didn't really say, but you are the Dunn County treasurer. Yeah, I am the Dunn County treasurer. We just assume everyone knows you already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, true. I'm the Dunn County treasurer. It is tax season. Fun. So thank you for those who have paid your taxes. <laughs> and for those who have not, your first installment is due January 31st. Sure. Did, were you the treasurer last, uh, this time last I year? I was, yep. Okay. How was the process, like the first go around? Cause this year has been smoother. So I, I have been working there. Um, I've been working in that position for about a year and a half. I've been with Dunn County for like 15 years. Yeah. So um, tax calculation the first time was... In, was very interesting, lots to learn, um, and this year was much smoother. So that's really nice. What's something that you're surprised by that you learned when you took the job? Um, just getting to know, so Dunn County has 30 municipalities in it. So um, during the tax calculation season, we work with every municipality clerk and treasurer. So um, when we're calculating taxes, we work directly with the clerks. Um, with their levies and um, calculating mill rates and things like that. So that is what your taxes are based off of. And then during collection time, um, we work directly with the treasurers because they're taking in the money for that separation of duties. Sure. So it's, and they're, unfortunately, um, those jobs at the municipalities, there's folks that have been there for a really long time, which is great, but there tends to be a lot of turnover. So it's really just... um, meeting new people every season and trying to help those that are new just wade through all of that chaos. That sounds very complicated. <laughs> I'm nodding along as if I understand anything that you guys are talking about. And I, like, yeah, I really don't. Taxes, I, I actually sure. really don't either. But there's a lot of people who probably care a lot about what you have to say. So. There's, there's I think it's interesting. I'm just uh, just acknowledging that I know nothing. <laughs> I, I don't really either. I'm that's very why uneducated. that's why people like Sophia exist. Exactly. Right. So so she can know all the things. Well, and if you if you think about it, you know the county, 
The county takes the money in. So as I said, we have 30 municipalities. Um, we collect, Dunn County collects first installment for 13 of them. Um, the other, the remaining mun municipalities collect the first installment on their own. And by state statute, second installment is all taken at the county. The county takes for all 30 if there are any payments left to be made. But um, I think a big thing that people need, you know, that taxpayers maybe don't realize is that the county is really the collector of all of that information from your municipality. And we collect that information, we calculate it, but that is really based on what your municipality has going on in its area. So, you know, if you are wondering how the money is being spent, it's really at your local municipality. So I would encourage you to, you know, many of them have uh, websites, many of them have, if you're looking for contact information, you can certainly reach out to our office. It's also on the Dunn County website. And I would encourage you to attend your local meetings because right. that's really where you get to see um, where money is being spent and how it's being spent. Mm. Cool. That's awesome. It's riveting. It's riveting <laughs> stuff. No, is that, is so like, and that was kind of, maybe that was, you're going to answer the, the question I was going to ask was like, what's the most common misconception that people have? Do you think that's probably it right there? I do think it is. I think that they often think that the county is just raising tax, you know, that it's right. the county that's raising taxes. And so um, something that, our office is really trying to do is to educate people as much as we can. So in December, um, Dunn County started doing little videos on our website. So I actually, because it was tax season was starting up, I did a little video regarding that. So kind of walking people through the tax process, a quick overview of that. Um, the Dunn County website is really a great tool. So if you send in your payment, you can see that payment in real time online if we collect for you. There's lot, um, you can, you know, if you're interested, so all of that information <laughs> is um, public record. So if you're interested in what your neighbor is paying for taxes, you can also right. um, utilize, utilize that tool for that. If you're looking to purchase property or a home, you can see what they currently, what they, um, what their current taxes are, if they owe any back taxes, things like that, so. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Becca>. <laughs> like, I know Becca's it's information overload. I'm it so is. sorry. Well, but the thing is, is that's the that's the good thing is, is like people. There's a lot of people like us that have no idea or wouldn't even know that. Like I wouldn't have thought that. Like you said, like the municipality is kind of where the. I mean, it makes sense when you say it. Yep. But I think it's easy just to go up higher, right? Right. To kind of go up to the county and be like, well, this is the county's responsibility, and maybe mm -hmm. it's not every time. Right. Um, and two, like not owning a home. That's like a yeah, whole different world true. that I haven't like entered into. So I don't even have to think about that kind of stuff. Like true. I hear people complaining about taxes, but like, mm, right. I don't I like it doesn't really impact me too much. Right. Yeah, well, well, noticeably I, to me anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think it's I interesting. I pay more attention, but I think it's interesting because something that um, my office will try to do in the future is like maybe we could get in local schools into a civics class where they're talking about real estate. Like I know my kids go to um, Menominee High School, so I know that they do kind of do a brief overview on that. You know, having someone from the treasurer's office come in and kind of explain how taxes are calculated, that you don't want to purchase or build a house that you can't afford to pay the taxes on. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there is, there's still a lot of confusion 
on that. So just um, walking them through the basics. Yeah. That would be so helpful. Oh, that's all the kind of information where I'm like, why didn't I, why didn't my school take the time to teach me those useful information and things that would be helpful as a functioning adult in society? Well, I got taught how to balance a checkbook, so... That's <laughs> still a helpful. That's is still. A, I think it's still a helpful still skill. A I think that skill? some don't. I don't. Could yeah. tell you if I still know how to do it. Yeah. I learned how I write to. One check I've a month never for used rent. it. I don't have a current checkbook either. <laughs> really? I have one. Just my in checkbook case. has my maiden name on it. I've been married for over three years. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had to use one since. It's baby so steps. Yeah, it's, it's like mm-hmm. I mean, everything's online bill pay that I use. So right. I don't really need to at this point. But interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the the treasurer's <laughs> office, a big part of our job is collecting taxes. But we also, you know, we manage all the money for the county. Every dollar that comes in and out of Dunn County goes through the treasurer's office. So we work with all of the departments in um, in the county to make sure bills are paid and things like that. We reconcile at the end of every month. Um, the it's statutorily it's under my responsibility to also manage investments for the county. So one step at a time, we're learning learning that process. I have um, a great group of counterparts in treasurers in, the, in um, the state of Wisconsin, and we have a conference a couple times a year, and many of them have been here for a long time. Sure. So it's really nice to have those folks who are in, you know, in your same position and have found what works and what doesn't. So I really rely on on them quite a bit sure mm-hmm. well it's hard too when you have a job that i mean only a few people have in the state however right. many counties there are there's only 70 yeah there's yeah. 70 people doing yeah. it then yep yeah that's pretty that's interesting so you said you were with the county for 15 years yep and you were with so i was so i started in public health yeah. and i worked in that area in finance and then um, Dunn County consolidated all of the fiscal people in the departments into a finance area so then I worked in that department for probably four or five years and then I applied for this job so it helped that I already knew the financial system of the county and Mm -hmm. um, it just the transition was easier because I even knew people in different areas so if we're trying to locate where um, monies belong I know those folks to reach out to yeah so yeah that's really nice mm-hmm. how was it did, did you feel did you get any like because you worked for the health department you said mm-hmm. during the pandemic but i know you were just you're the treasurer did that how much was the spillover into your job or just being around that um by the time i moved to the treasurer's office public health really had um they had a grasp yeah. i mean the the shutdown people were coming back to the office by that sure by that point but um they work really hard <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. they do yes yep the local health department they work Doesn't really hard enough yes so, no, enough love no that is a I thankless job yes uh yeah especially especially two years ago mm-hmm. i yeah. always felt so bad yeah <laughs> whenever you spoke to somebody at the health department they looked disheveled and exhausted and i was like oh you don't make enough money for this for <laughs> yeah. a global pandemic <laughs> at yeah. all. This was not in your job description. Well, and you know, they go into that profession because they care about people. So, mm-hmm. um, they have that heart for it. Right. Right. So it's hard to get yelled at every day. I was going to say, oh, it's man. hard to be somebody who cares a lot about other people and yeah. also receives that much negativity yes. all the time. Like oh, yes. man. you just take it all in. Yeah. 
especially during that time. Yeah. I just feel bad for, oh. I can't oh. imagine. Like, I saw <laughs> it on a small, in a small scale grocery mm-hmm. environment, yeah. and that was wild. Wild. <laughs> I cannot imagine what all oh. of the health department employees had yeah. to. Yeah, had to go through. Had to go through. That's some trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I've ever heard of it. Wow. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But so you're not always Sophia Jevney, the Dunn County treasurer. You're also on the Menominee uh, Theater Guild board, I am. correct? Mm-hmm. How long have you been on that? That's a great question. Uh, four, four years, maybe okay. more. Yeah, I don't think we've ever mm-hmm. had a theater guild representative so. on. So yeah. I was like, well, we got to dig, dig into that, too. Yeah. 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 So Menominee Theater Guild, let's just make it clear, it helps save the Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> we you just can't hear me clapping, yeah, but yeah. I am yeah. clapping. Yeah. We, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, woo Yes. So Menominee Theater Guild, if you generally, if you see a production at the Mabel Tainer in regards to theater, it's a Menominee Theater Guild production. There's still lots of inclusion. Um, confusion 50 years later on um, that we are two different entities but we work very closely together sure mm-hmm. um, so when we're at you know Menominee Theater Guild was started to help save the Mabel in that when we perform there um, you know we're paying a fee for that for the week that we're for the um, time that we're there which equates to about $25,000 a year that Menominee Theater Guild um, is offering to the Mabel. So mm-hmm. when it was a pandemic and we weren't allowed to, you know, have any shows, that was a big impact for us financially as well as the Mabel. So we're all just really intertwined in Menominee. So how, uh, so how the Theater Guild, like, it has a three, four shows a year at the Mabel, We right? generally do, uh, well, and in the past few years, we've actually done five because there's a children's theater program that happens in the summertime. So, and that has been super successful. Um, something that they try to do that the uh, director who has been Katie Tauberg, um, she tries to keep it a small group. So we've all been, we've all had kids in local theater where it's like 100 kids in the play and your kid is on stage for about 30 seconds, which is fine, but kind of a bummer for a parent and kind of a bummer for the kiddo. Mm-hmm. So um, Katie usually keeps it at about 35 and um, that just allows for lots of interaction and just um, better connection with the kids and the counselors and all of that. And it has proven to be super successful. Sure. So we generally have that. And then we do usually one musical a year, one large musical. Um, this year it was Matilda. Mm-hmm. And we had that in the fall. Um, and who, you, who did you play in Matilda? I played Mrs. Wormwood, <laughs> um, who That's is awesome. kind of an awful mother. Um, <laughs> So I really had to dig deep, <laughs> but she was very, she was really fun to play. Sure. And we had, it was, it's an English, it's written as an English play. So I had to learn a British accent, which was oh. also um, very interesting, but yeah. I made it work. <laughs> she was a little trashy British, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little, like uh, a Cockney accent. Yeah. That's, that's the angle I was going for. <laughs> so like not proper Pemberley British, but sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she was really fun to play and I was able to do that with my daughter. Yeah. Oh, that was, was probably it. special. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How did you, yeah. have you always been into the arts and the theater? 
your whole um, life? So we moved, we've lived in Menominee for 17 years, and I would say probably in the last 10, I'd never been in theater. Oh, I, yep. Um, I was in show choir in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I always loved to sing, but I'd never been in theater. And so I did, I um, auditioned for Jesus Christ Superstar, which was, I don't know, 10 or more years ago as just an ensemble person. And it's weird, but you get this whole, it's a bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. what everyone says. Oh, yeah. It's always fun to go to theater guild shows because it's kind of the, you see different people, but then you see the same people. Yeah. like, you're like, all oh, these people are just so That's what it. I love about it. I know. Like, you get of. to go to a show and basically just see all the people that you interact with. Yeah. yeah. Throughout the rest of your yeah. life. Just doing yeah. what they love. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. you're doing so good. <laughs> Yeah. Although there, right before you go on stairs, there's always that feeling like, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> I know. And we're like, I guess it fills our bucket. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's what I, I tell myself anyways. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah. think that about the when when you guys do it. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. It is so crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. watching Matilda. Matilda's a long play. Yeah. And the lead's a young girl. Yeah. And she has so much to do and so much to learn. And I'm like, she learned, she knew our lines too. Yeah. Just I'm, like, so I wow. I'm like, this is a lot for anyone, but let alone a 11 year old. Yeah. I'm like, this is like insane how much work you guys put in. I think that every MTG show that yeah. I just, I'm like, God, he's like all just volunteers. Like just want to it have is fun. doing it because we love it. Yeah. Yeah. And to put on like all this, that's like, and then like the weeks to lead up to it and like the memorization and, the, and the, all of it. I'm just like, that's pretty cool that yeah. people do this. And let me tell you, as you get older, it becomes more difficult for the memorization. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm. We have lots of people backstage, like, reading their, their lines <laughs> right. so they don't forget it before they walk out. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, we do four, four shows a year, um, plus the children's show. So, that's five. We do one musical, and then generally three straight plays. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, how do you go about, like, figuring the plays and, like, what you're going to do out? That's a good question. I've always wondered that. Yeah. How do you pick? Yeah, because um, is it is it? I'm oh, sorry. You just no. We often assume. we often pick based on directors. Okay, so that we was kind of no. It's hard to find directors. So anyone listening, <laughs> if you are interested in directing or shadowing a director, please reach out to Menominee Theater Guild. We would love to um, get some new blood in there. But yeah, directing is directing is really hard. There's lots of Lots of balls in the air, and um, it's har- they're hard to find. So sure. we kind of know as a theater guild what type of shows we would like to be looking for, and then it's really um, gearing into who can we who can we find to direct those shows. Sure. Yeah. And how does it work once you pick a show? Do you have to like license the? We do. Like the script and music and stuff? Yep, we do. So what happens is we generally start deciding next year's shows, January, February. And then we have to see if those rights are available. Mm -hmm. And then we usually announce our season at our annual meeting, which is usually at the end of May, because our fiscal year is June 1st to May 31st. Mm -hmm. So then um, once we have those rights in hand paid for is when you're allowed to announce them so there's lots of moving parts to that and you know the bigger the show the more known the show the more expensive 
the show. So, for example, a musical can easily be $5,000 or more. Mm -hmm. And it depends. That's less than I thought, honestly. Yeah, for a... I mean, I only know, like, photo and video licensing mm. costs, which is way less than that. But yeah. Yeah. I would assume for bigger ones, that'd be way more expensive yeah. just for the rights to the music alone. Yep. Well, and then it depends on, it's based on, so there's a base rate, and then it's also based on how many shows you're doing, the mm. size of venue you're doing, all of those things. So that all factors into it as well. Sure. Interesting. So, yeah. What's a dream show of yours? Like, if you could pick any show to bring to our little town what would you want to be in that's a good question hmm. so steel magnolias is in may mm-hmm. and i i like grew up watching that movie i could probably recite the entire dialogue right now <laughs> how much time do we have left um <laughs> so i would be and i've never actually been in a straight play because i love to sing mm-hmm. i usually tend to do musicals but that is a straight play that i would be very interested in and I've always wanted to do a southern accent fun so I think that that would be really fun um as far as musicals I don't really know I always think it's really fun to be in shows with um my kids so I was in Matilda with my daughter and then um my son and daughter and I were in Newsies oh yeah Newsies that's right fun. That. oh yeah I forgot about that one <coughs> yeah I, I didn't go, go that see one. that one the Do last yeah. one I went to was Rent. I mean, not Rent. Um, clue. <laughs> I was like four letter words. <laughs> I was like, we've never, done, never done Rent. Never done rent. Oh, no, okay. I was as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that is not yeah, what I was trying good. to say. Well, clue is cute. <laughs> not right. I try to go at least one a year. Uh, yeah, I said Clue. Um, yeah, rent, that's, that's funny. <laughs> very different shows. Yeah. Yeah. Very different shows. Clue was a great show. Clue it was, was great. very fun. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's, so it's, I mean, we base it on directors, but we really, we want to have those bigger names that will bring people in. People like, people around here generally like shows that they recognize. Sure. And then um, Chippewa Valley Theater Guild and Eau Claire Children's Theater are always doing shows. So we're kind of mindful. We don't want to, you know, do the same type of show that they're already doing mm-hmm. and we can help it, but. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, as a person that's not a theater person, I, I, I would have troubles going to a show I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just would. I think I went to uh, Mou- uh, right. Mousetrap. That's not right. What was the name of that one? We're really good at this. Um, I'm not because I'm <laughs> proving that I'm not. We're so well researched. It was Melissa. It was like three or four years ago, yeah. Um, what is the name of that It thing? was. Something Trap, isn't it? Yes. Am I right, Ron? It might. Is that might right? You might be right. Something. It's a pretty small cast. It was like six, seven. The listeners are screaming it at you right now. They're like, like, oh my God. It's called this. (laughs) I apologize. Why would you not know this? Something crap. Yeah, and I think that's why I went because Melissa directed it. And it was great. great, It was great. So I'm trying to be like, I should not just go to the only, just the ones I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like try to hit up the random. I think it's fun to see shows that I don't know. Yeah, right. Like uh, I thought that we went and saw um, Anastasia at Pablo. A few months ago, and that was one where I was like, I thought that I knew the story, knew nothing about knew it. Nothing. Once it started, I was like, this is none of this was familiar, <laughs> but it was fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I mean, I hadn't seen Matilda in forever, so even going to that, I was like, okay, I remember very little of most of this. Mm-hmm. And the play is very different the, in yes. Matilda yes. compared to the film. Yes. So, like, there's some through lines, but it's pretty different. Yes. So, it's just and the fun film, to see our friends they don't perform. Speak in an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Very yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So I did see Matilda uh, when my daughter was in fifth grade. There was a field trip, and we went and saw it in Minneapolis. And it was a great show, but I will say that Mrs. Wormwood was my least favorite character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried really hard to figure out how to make her is that the role likeable. you tr- <laughs> right is like when the point is to not be likable too yeah. that's yeah. probably very hard yeah just like how do i make you like me even though you're not supposed to <laughs> mm-hmm. charm did you actually try out for that role i did okay i did i tried to challenge myself a little bit sure mm-hmm. okay knowing so that I, I had to do a dance number and yeah you get the funny dance number though. I do. So yep, like it's, a I little, just it's a little easy breezy because not saying that in a way like that. <laughs> no, Peg <it was> <laughs> Bundy. But like the fact that like you get a little more leeway because it is goofy and the funny one. And yes. And yes. So if I mess up, it's okay. It doesn't matter because yes. it's supposed to. It's supposed to be that lightheartedness of it. Yes. And I also, channeling. you're the only one that knows. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The audience as has long no as idea. I don't like as make long the face as you like, don't uh-oh. make it obvious yep. that you've messed up. Which you just gotta go. So yeah, with it. I have kind of a face that <laughs> doesn't lie. So. <laughs> you just looked at everyone. You're just like, whoops. Yeah. You stopped you say it right into the mic. Like, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's funny. So how do people try out for stuff, for plays and stuff? Yep. So we, usually, so we always uh, post our auditions online. So right now the... Next show that is coming up is Almost Maine, and that is being directed by um, a newer director, and his name is Jared. He co-directed with Bob Butterfield for Clue, mm. so, um, but he is going to start gearing up for auditions. I believe that they are at the beginning of January, like the first or second week in January, so... This was the easiest way just to follow theater, follow theater guild, um, yep. socials and websites yep. and stuff. Yeah. How can people best support the theater guild? Buy tickets. <laughs> Buy tickets. Um, we just sent out our donation letter at the end of December. Volunteering. Volunteering is great. Um, we have ushers for every show and it's a great way to see a show maybe even more than once and not pay one time, but, um, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so if you're interested in volunteering in any way, there's set, you know, set design and building, or if you're a great painter, they'll be doing some of that. Um, yeah, volunteer, we can, we're always, it's a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We're always, always in the need of volunteers. Yeah, volunteers and money are always, always top priorities all the time. Yeah. But yeah. No, I thought your shows, like, I've went to a couple post pandemic, I thought it's been. The shows have been really well attended lately, yeah. too, which mm-hmm. is good. So hopefully people keep doing that. Yes. If you like the theater, girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's a beautiful, and we're so fortunate to have such a beautiful space to right. to have them in. It's exciting when someone um, new is doing theater and then a new family member comes in that has never been in the Mabel. Mm-hmm. Right. Like grandma from far away comes yeah. to visit. Yeah. I wish I could see it for the first time again. Yeah. It's very exciting. I feel like I did not. I don't know. Like, I want, uh, now that I know so much about it, I want to, like, experience Mabel for the first time yeah. again now right. that I know the history and I stuff. Know. You just have I to keep I bringing could. new people in and, and see, see it through, through their eyes. Their, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good the way idea. to do it. Yep. Well, as we're winding down, we always, um, believe it or not, we're pretty much done. Awesome. This went fast. Um, we always ask the same two questions. I would like to know what kind of good food you've eaten lately. Oh, 
Um, I've really been into soup. So something I make or something that I've eaten elsewhere? Whatever you want. Okay. Uh, so I do love to cook. Mm-hmm. I owned a restaurant once in my life. Um, oh, yeah. We skipped over yeah, that we whole skipped No, over that's you okay. Duke and Dagger. That's okay. <laughs> um, so next, I'm time. <laughs> next time. Next time. So I'm really into soups lately. So mm. I uh, am trying to make my own pho. Oh, Yum. yeah. Broth. So that is delicious. And just always having that in my... Um, fridge ready to go whenever mm-hmm. we want that so okay. mm. i feel like we've talked about soup on here a lot we love <laughs> soup season on this pod. soup season's the best i've already made five soups <laughs> yes i made stop. three on sunday yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I like was at my house by myself on thursday with like my daughter and uh I looked around and I was like, I think I have all the ingredients to make potato soup. I I'm know. like, perfect. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm that's like, the beauty of soup. I know. It's like, I you just, can just put whatever you want yeah, in it. As long as you have like, the yes. first four things to yes. make what you need, you're just, yes. after that, you're just throwing whatever you right. want in there. Variation <laughs> of broth. <laughs> yes. You can make good. something. You're pretty much set mm-hmm. to go. All right. Then my question is, is uh, what's your favorite movie? Like seasonal or just overall? I don't whatever. What is my favorite movie? <laughs> um, I love the, f- I love the Family Stone. Oh, mm-hmm. Family Stone's right. I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, that's a great. Diane Keaton is a fantastic yes. matriarch. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good she's, way to put it. Yeah, and in that in that movie, I feel like she's like the quintessential mother it's christmas time and she's a little bit crazy and yeah. everything's a little bit disheveled and i was like preach relatable preach. <laughs> 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 oh that my god that is funny. so funny yeah all right well as we wind out quick uh where can people find you if they need tax questions or yep. all the things so you can oh i should know the number offhand but yeah. i don't um so you we'll can put it it's in a, the notes it's a google and we'll throw yeah it the yep so things. just go to the dunn county website you can either email the treasurer's office at trs at co.dunn.wi.us or um our phone number is on there as well and you can call our office during office hours and any of us would be happy to help you and answer any of your questions awesome that's great yeah well, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much we appreciate for you me. coming on our show. Um, follow us, follow our podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, and until next time, see you later. <laughs>